So we're holding by Shmuel Beis. Tonight we begin Perechas. The learning tonight should be Eschosi Lunishmas, the Bechil Mechem Ben Asher, and Yecheskel Shraga Ben Avram Yehuda, as well as Eschos for Fushlema for Moshe Ben Miriam. So we learned previously that David has a desire to build a base of Migdash, and Hashem gives David the Avtacha. At first, Hashem tells David he can't be the one to build a base of Migdash for various reasons that we talked about. Then he gives David a Avtacha that seems to be far greater than the opportunity to build a base of Migdash. So Parachas rather begins with the words It was after this, and the Parachas tells us about a series of battles that David wages, offensives that David carries out against Klai Yisrael's enemies. Now the words always connect what came before to what is about to happen, and the Mabam explains the reason for the connection. What was David's thinking back in Parach Zion that caused him to uh, desire to build the base of Migdash and to think that the time was ripe? So the very first Pasuk in, in Perik Zion says, When the king sat on his throne, Hashem gave him respite from the enemies surrounding him. So David believed that the conditions for having a base of Mikdash built had been met, and therefore it was the right time. However, Hashem sends Nasan to tell David that there was still much that had to be done and battles that had to be fought before they would meet the conditions necessary to build a base of Mikdash. So David realized that even though until now he was able to successfully fight off any offensive that the enemies took, or any time Yisrael was attacked, David was able to repulse that attack, that offensive. But nevertheless, the enemies of Yisrael were not yet considered subjects. They were not yet considered defeated and under the control of Yisrael to the point where the condition of Hashem Yenei was met. So David, David decided that he would need to now go on in his own offensive and attack proactively the enemies of Klai Yisrael in order to subjugate them and make them subjects of Klai Yisrael. And in that way, be Mekayim the Pasuk, so that during the next generation, when Shlomo would come to the throne, the conditions would be ripe for him to build the base of Mikdash immediately. And also, the spoils from these battles would be set aside to use in the building of the base of Migdash. And in that way, David at least could contribute to the building of the base of Migdash in some positive way, even if he couldn't himself build it. And this was actually a continuation of the Kivush Eretz Yisrael. David felt that he was continuing the role of Kivush Eretz Yisrael, which obviously had been started many years earlier by Yoshua and the period of the Shoftim. So, therefore, he continues to attack the enemies of Klai Yisrael to settle Eretz Yisrael, and again, to <coughs> um, clearly defeat the enemies of Klai Yisrael so that the conditions of Hashem, Hiniach, Lemisavev, would be met. And that's why he goes and he attacks the Plishtim, and we'll see other enemies, without first consulting the Urim Vitumim, as he had done in previous battles against the Plishtim, because he felt that he was being Mekayim, the Mitzvah Sasem and Atayra of Kivosh Eretz Yisrael. So, Pasuk Alev, it was after the events of Perek Zion, Vayach David has pushed him, David strikes to push him, he takes, he attacks them, Vayach Niem and he defeats them, Vayach David has Mesek Oama, Miyada pushed him, and David takes this thing called Mesek Oama, <coughs> this item of Mesek Oama, which we'll see what that means in a minute, from the hands of the Plishtim. So, the, what, what David really conquered is mentioned straight out in the Pasuk, in the Pasuk, that's where this mice is repeated in Divrei Yamim, in the beginning of Parakit Chester, in Pasuk Aleph, where it says, Vayachniyem, that he defeated them, Vayikachas Gas Uvanoiseha, that he conquers the city of Gas and its suburbs. Why is Gas referred to as Mesagama here? So there were really, we know, five Plishti city states, but only the head of Gas was called the Melech. Like we know, Achish was called the king of Gas. Gas was 
the reason why the leader of Gas was called the Melech and not the others is because Gas was really at the head of all the others. So the, whoever led Gas was really leading all the other Plishti cities. So it was referred to as Mesagama because Mesagama means in English the harness of the arm. Amma is the arm. So what does a harness do? A harness is used to control an animal by a driver, by let's say an, as someone who's uh, a wagon driver, he controls the horses by with, with the harness. Similarly, whoever controlled Gas controlled the entire nation of the Plishtim, and therefore it was referred to, control of Gas is referred to as Mesagama. Now, even though David captures the city of Gaz, apparently he allowed Achish to remain there because we see in Malachim Aleph and Perak Beis that Achish is still mentioned as the king of Gaz in the times of Shlomo Melech. So perhaps this was a Akar Satoiv that David was showing to Achish, for Achish provided refuge for David when he was running away from Shaul. So perhaps the Dasaifim says that's why we see that uh, David allows Achish to remain the king even though he conquered the city. There was another translation of Mesagama that ties in more literally to the meaning of the words, which is brought down by Pirkei de Rebelezer. And the harness that's being referred to is referring back to the times of Yitzhak Avinu when he was leaving the land of the Plishtim. We see in the Psukim there, this impartial has told us that Avimelech and his servants came after Yitzhak trying to reach an agreement. They wanted to ensure that Yitzhak's descendants would not harm the Plishtim in the future, and they knew that Hashem was going to give the land to Yitzhak's descendants, and they wanted an agreement they come to Yitzchak to make a bris with them and a covenant that his descendants would not inherit the land that had pushed him. Now, they weren't concerned with Yitzchak himself, but they were concerned the bris was that Yitzchak's descendants would not conquer the land that had pushed him. So Yitzchak took the harness off of his donkey that he was riding, and he used it as the object held when he made the bris. So by David's time, the Plishtim had already broken this agreement because they had frequently attacked Klai Yisrael during the times of the Plishtim, during the times of Shaul. So the Plishtim already nullified this disagreement. However, the Plishtim still possessed this harness as the sign, as the simon of that peace treaty, of that bris that they made with Yitzchak. And it would have been a chil Hashem for David to attack the Plishtim with, uh, and, and they being able to hold up and demonstrate this harness. So therefore, David took the harness away from them and in that way, there was no longer a chil Hashem, like there was no zeich, there was no remembrance calling back to that bris, and therefore it was no chil Hashem. And what's even more interesting is after this conquest of the Pushtim, we don't see anymore that they continue to fight Klai Yisrael. Similarly, Yaakov Avinu, we know, made a bris with Lavan, that neither of them would enter the other's territory to do battle. But this bris was broken by Bilam and again by Kushan Rishusayim and Shaiftim. And that's why we'll see later on in this parrot that David goes to fight Aram, even though technically that was a descendant of Lavan, again, because the other side had already broken the bris, broken the peace treaty. Just to end off with the Kliyakar who gives his own shot and what the connection is to the previous parak. So the Kliyakar explains that previously the Malchus in David's hands was weak. It was not firmly established because there was always this concern that David might do something to mess it up and lose it, just like Shaul had forfeited the Malchus with his actions. So therefore, David did not feel strong enough, did not feel firmly established enough to embark on any aggressive military campaign. But now that Hashem promises him in Perek Zayin that the Malchus is going to be established both into him and his children, so all of a sudden the Malchus becomes firmly established. Now David, with that strength, with that assurance that the Malchus was his, now felt that he could set things up to arrange so that his son could build the base on Migdash. And in order for that to happen, David could go on an aggressive military campaign, which he does now in this parak and the next, in order to set things up for his descendants. So the focus